0: Welcome to The Ripening, a spiritual director's thoughts on being and becoming. In this space, you'll hear short reflections from me, a spiritual director, one-on-one interviews with other spiritual directors, and some thematic panel conversations looking at some of the biggest questions in life and how spiritual direction holds space there. I'm your host, Karen Hibner. I'm a spiritual director, experimental photographer, and sound engineer in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for joining me. Welcome, everybody. Today I have with me in the booth Ali Lay and Stephen Milburn, who are actually two very dear friends of mine um, and also spiritual directors. And so we're going to hear more today from them about being spiritual directors, hopefully than being my friend. But um, we're also, we're focusing today, we're going to use this space as a mini panel session. Instead of doing a big live panel, we're going to do a mini mini panel session in the booth where we're talking about spiritual direction and belonging. Um, Before we dive into the belonging piece of the conversation, um, will you each, well, welcome. Thanks for being here.
1: I am happy to be here.
0: I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Um, Will you each tell me uh, a little bit about what your practice looks like right now, how you are a spiritual director?
2: Absolutely. So this is Allie, and I am a spiritual director exclusively for women. And the women that I see are really exploring questions of who is God and who am I and what does that mean for my life and then what is mine to do? Mm. So typically I see Christian women who are leaders, who have been in Christianity for a while and are at a point where the systems that have worked for a long time, the things that the narratives that they believed about themselves and about God are expiring. They Mm -hmm. don't work the same way and they are hopeful that there's more to life with God, but they don't really know how to get there. The answer hasn't been another Bible study or another conference or another X, Y, or Z. And so they come to Direction Hungry to explore more about God as God is and themselves as God's created them to be. And then we explore a lot of issues around identity mm-hmm. and how does that play out in my everyday life? What does, what does all this mean for me right now where I find myself? Mm. That's mm. very cool.
1: If you ever begin considering seeing men, I think I'd sign yeah. up for that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty yeah. lovely. Yeah. I, I get to see a lot of men And primarily, what I may consider servant leaders Mm. people who have committed the attention of their 40 hour work week um, to guiding other individuals in the journey. Mm. Um, And I think that population. I would say that everyone has these, what I may consider like these low-grade existential questions of what am I doing here, what's the point in 2019, why do I exist traveling through space at 36,000 miles an hour? And I I think central to some of that, angst is better understanding and exploring who it is that we understand and believe and trust God to be, and right, wrong, confused, and otherwise, right? Just Mm -hmm. like, who is God? And and how does that inform what he thinks about me and so what we look to do together is 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 to investigate and to search out and really surface what it seems to look like based on the circumstances of their life today who God is revealing and exposing himself to be and where he is placing invitation in their life to come and bump into him
3: mm-hmm good
0: that's really beautiful i'm glad you both are doing that work in the world Mm -hmm. because it's really powerful stuff so let's dive into i i invited you both here because i had this wonderful idea let me talk about myself more um i had this idea about spiritual direction and belonging i feel as though Mm -hmm. a lot of people or at least i i interpret that a lot of people in our society right now a lot of people in our world are constantly looking for a place where they belong. Mm -hmm. Um, And that manifests in a ton of different ways. But I feel like there's this also, and maybe it's just the community that I walk in and the world that I see around me specifically, but that people are looking to answer that question in a lot deeper ways than maybe I've experience prior Mm -hmm. in 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 this world and there can be because because belonging we look at it from everything from like being a part of like a following of a sports team right Mm -hmm. or something like that that helps you feel like you belong with a a group of people but then there's also this like very existential very deep like do I belong here do I belong Mm -hmm. with these people do I belong with myself Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think even even in the Christian world I started thinking about this and realized, like, we're also asking, do I belong with God? Mm -hmm. Um, And that, like, really, really hit me of so many of us are asking that and that spiritual direction is such a perfect space or a perfect way to discover around that question. Do Mm -hmm. I belong and do I belong with God? So having that as a little bit of an on-ramp, I invited you both here because I think you're both... Really amazing, especially in what you just talked about as far as identity and discovery and like all Mm -hmm. of that, as far as a lot of what you're doing um, involves that question of do I belong? Do Mm -hmm. I belong with myself? Do I belong with God? Do I belong here in this world? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really wanted to hear your perspectives on um, how spiritual direction engages that belonging conversation. And so maybe this is a, this could potentially be a really short or very long conversation because <laughs>
3: that's,
0: um, that's my question. But um, so I wonder um, how have you seen maybe this is a general and then we'll circle in deeper. Mm-hmm. But how have you seen belonging come up in the spiritual direction space?
2: A lot of the space that I hold with directees is engaging questions of identity and inherent in questions of identity are exactly what you're asking. Do I belong? Where do I I belong? How do I belong? And I think one of the things that's captivated me about Christianity again and again, and one of the things that I find is really healing for directees in spiritual direction is the idea that in... God, belonging is inherent. Mm. And um, just the truth of to be a child of God means that you belong. Mm. But I think for so many of us, we've either been raised in a church environment where that was opposite, or we've been taught through our world or through other things that belonging is something that we have to work to earn or that we have to find outside of ourselves rather than the deepest truth about who we are and who God is. And so a lot of the questions... Directees don't typically come to me asking questions of asking, do I belong on the surface? But underneath the questions is this deep desire of where do I fit? How do I fit? Do I belong? Am I okay? And underneath a lot of that is, am I lovable? Am I, if God really saw me, am I, am I lovable? If you really saw me, would you love me? If people around me really saw me? The other corollary of that is what does it look like to belong in myself? How do I... How do I experience all these different pieces and parts of me in a way that is an integrated whole? And what does that look like with the truth of who God is and the truth of who God's created me to be?
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so a lot of those questions are what um, we explore in direction and, uh, and how we engage the question of belonging. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me personally, and then also in my work as a spiritual director, Direction is the, has been one of the safest places mm-hmm. for me to explore that question in a really deep and intimate way with somebody that I trust to hold that space well. A director's not trying to tell you what to do or mm-hmm. tell you what to think. A director's there holding space with you to figure out what it is you think and mm-hmm. listen to what it is God's saying. Yeah. Mm. I
0: love that. Steven, do you have thoughts there?
1: I think that's pretty well said. <laughs> I think... Um, yeah, I would agree with all of this. when when I think about belonging, some of what comes up is that I think we infer belonging as we're raised. And we almost have to reconstruct hmm. how belonging is experienced right. with ourselves and with others and with him. And and I I have a I have a story in coming out of a family system where Although you are inherently accepted, um, the expression of that acceptance or belonging may not have felt like what true safety can feel like. Mm-hmm. And so I think in spiritual direction, we get an opportunity to provide a space where we can go and restory the narrative mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. past experiences mm-hmm. of belonging and really what's true. Yeah and finding that in belonging, like it produces in us opportunity to experience greater freedom, mm. and an opportunity to experience a larger liberation. I think, and it can result in this expansion of who we are, in the strengthening of who we are, in this enlargement of who we are actually ever designed to be. Mm. Um, and so when I think about belonging, I think, um, as I mean, as Ali talks about the safe place, or the safe space that really ushers in an environment of feeling a certain way, I think there is in it, there is this acceptance that doesn't risk who you are or what you're really showing up with. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't jeopardize the circumstances of your life or the maybe the theology that you have um, in in your relating with him.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think for me, some of the benefit in, that's, in that space or conversation around belonging has been an invitation to come and find the thing that you have long sought for and mm-hmm. haven't known about. Yeah. And for me, some of that is largely felt around, been around, feeling like I am complete,
3: mm-hmm.
1: the way I am, yeah. and I don't lack anything. And I and and the circumstances in my life are exactly right and it's enough yeah. and it doesn't need solved or fixed or resolved and in I think in that same vein of things it can also look paradoxical. Like it can also be that I feel incomplete mm-hmm. and I feel like I lack much because mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. and I feel like I am not enough. And and I think we can hold both of those in a space of spiritual direction and say, well, what does it sound like the Father is guiding us toward? Mm-hmm. Better understanding or experiencing, mm-hmm. within inside that space, because I, because that belonging space, I wish, and maybe your experiences are different. My experience of belonging is that it comes in punctuated moments, mm-hmm. where I feel like this is yeah. where I feel okay. Yeah, and then yeah. there are these seasons and these these other spaces in the journey that feel like there's an antagonist involved Mm -hmm. in this story. And so I get to negotiate that territory with inside those characters of of where was I? What was the expression or what was that? What was the message or communication? What thing was I receiving Mm -hmm. when I experienced that full acceptance where it was safe Mm -hmm. and I could be brave again? Mm -hmm. I could be brave to trust that who he thought up when he first thought me up was not a mistake, mm. was not incidental, mm. but was intentional. And then when he looks at me, he finds this incredible fascination.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's so beautiful. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad mm. you said to you, Stephen, that belonging's not a place that you live all the time. Mm. Like this feeling of I'm deeply belong and I'm totally at home in my own house and in mm. my life with God and my life with others and in creation. I don't think that it is a place that we live all the time. I think it's a place that we come to again and again. I think we can experience different, deeper freedom in it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the expectation that we're going to feel like we belong all the time here mm-hmm. is—I don't think that's—that hasn't been my experience either. I don't know that that's true.
1: But I think we, we're just, our, like with, it's almost as if we're not responsible to feel like. Do we experience that hundred percent of the time? But we get invited into some flow mm. that is about how do we grow right. in our right. ability or capacity to experience it a little yeah, bit right. or a, de- a degree right. further than we did last yesteryear. Right, mm-hmm.
2: right. And that there is growth and there is deeper mm-hmm. experience and deeper freedom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That puts a lot of flesh on it for me too, as far as I think when I was thinking about this question of belonging and how spiritual direction intersects that, Wondering, um, I had a conversation with a director a few weeks ago um, where she was talking about the direction space for herself is like this touchstone Mm -hmm. or like when you're playing Mm -hmm. tag as a child that it's home base, Mm -hmm. that direction, that direction space is like it can be that interruption in that narrative that sometimes very negative narrative of ours or that narrative that we've just gotten stuck in or that loop that is saying these things that aren't what we would hear in the direction space that aren't true. Cause what we hear in the direction space is the truth. Um, and so I think I was thinking about that as far as like, but couldn't cognitivize what you're saying as far as, yeah, we're we, the goal isn't necessarily that we feel that belonging 100% of the time mm-hmm. or that that's not really going to be our reality, but mm-hmm. that maybe direction can be a tool on this path of, of like, it's that home base where we can kind of tag that stone to be like, Oh, This is the true narrative. This is, I do belong. Like, this is who I am. I am designed. It is intentioned, like that kind of thing. And that's what I've definitely experienced from Direction, as far as I feel like I leave and I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. even if my questions aren't answered, even if my, you know, what I went in for, it feels like I talked around for 45 minutes and there's no answer. um, I still leave with this huge affirmation of, Like I am enough, I belong. Mm. Like I am Mm -hmm. here where I am, Mm -hmm. and it is good. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's what I'm translating to as belonging, as far as leaving the direction space of that affirmation of um, like maybe it's more of a like you are here, like you are here and I am with you, um, than just like this idea of belonging that maybe we we look for when we're looking for
2: on the other end. Right. I think belonging is so much more of a presence mm-hmm. with than it is a location mm-hmm. in somewhere. Yeah. But so often what I want is to get somewhere and then set up shop and say, I belong here. Yes. And yes. the journey's so, over. Put stakes around, <laughs> and you're done <laughs> and like arrived. you're here and like. Yeah. Yes, and I'm never totally. going to deal with this existential angst again. Totally. Totally.
0: So do you, I mean, I said in the beginning that this is something that I would think that our society as a whole and that like people in general, which is a huge statement, um, are kind of wrestling and looking for that mm-hmm. belonging piece. Do you agree with that? I, th-
1: I think you sp- as you spoke a little bit earlier about when it comes to within the, within the beauty of belonging comes almost like a stability mm. or an equilibrium mm. or a clarity or comfort, or you know, peace, it just, or, or other lovely words. <laughs> but there's like, with inside the, the belonging space does permit something that doesn't necessarily exist somewhere else. So do, yeah. is there a large sense of it in the world? I even think of it in terms of like, as we belong with him, and belong with ourselves, and belong with others. Mm. It, I think it's something we have to, we have to. I think it's something that we may. Mm. if we choose to recalibrate in our understanding. Um, and what I mean by that is, is this. I'll hear a lot of stories um, around with, with directees around disciplines that they're practicing. Yes. And if they're seeking a discipline of silence and solitude, I'll often hear, hey, that's an impossible ask. Like I tried it mm. on. Mm. And it was so, and I, I hey, you know how noisy it gets inside and and what I'm hearing to a certain level is, you don't want to hang out with the person that you're subjecting the world to like every other hour of the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's a challenge yeah, for them. Yeah. And if they yeah. can't belong with themselves in a way that mm-hmm. feels like you know what, it's not it's not it's not self infatuation, or or like a misordering of who they are. It's actually an appreciation and love for who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think that we live in a, I think I live in a culture where there's, that there is a lot of drive around be unsatisfied Mm -hmm. with who you are so that we can promote something that you need. Mm -hmm. Let's give you a problem, Mm -hmm. whether you experience it or not, and then I'm gonna provide you a solution. Verse, no you you have everything you already require, yes, and everything else is is bonus yes and and you're not lacking anything to begin with and so in terms of what volume I kind of see things arise is this discomfort, this um, restlessness with our Understanding and appreciation of even just ourself in the story, mm-hmm. and how that also in, can affect how we are engaged with others and with Him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I'll I'll, I'll see with indirectees when it comes up around around their their personal time alone. Yeah, where it's like just give me something to do mm-hmm. so that I can feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing something, right. mm-hmm. and I don't have to be so face to face with just me yeah right like right. i feel naked and vulnerable and i'm afraid of me yeah right right and so i think yeah it's a. I think it's a it's a bit i think it's a unspoken need and one that we often like may the a, the need that we may disguise by saying mm-hmm. yeah i belong to i belong to a climbing gym yeah. i belong to a cycling group mm-hmm. right i belong to a to a recreational outdoor group, like, committee. I belong to this in a sense of, but do I belong to myself? And -hmm. and what can I learn about how I belong to myself well? And I think that comes out of a core understanding of how we belong to him.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Steven, I think so much of that is the heart of the belonging conversation is, do I belong... To God, yes, but I think many Christians believe that cognitively. I don't know that we experience that in our lives in the same way, but I think the idea of "Do I belong to myself?" I think many of us haven't been given permission even to ask that question, yes, or to to be companioned in a way to ask that question that allows you to answer it because either you belong to a church or you belong to you know these external things or that question's selfish. Because yes. you're so busy doing, yes. wh- who would ask the question, do mm. I belong? Like It's not about you. Yeah. It's about what you're doing. And I think the reality is, if you don't feel at home in your own house, if you don't feel like you belong to yourself, mm. I think you'll never feel like you belong Yes. anywhere deeply, deeply. You can present, I think, an external face. And I think we live in a society, whether it's social media or whether it's just, you know, we live in a society that's very good, at presenting something externally. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us are taught to know what to say and what not to say. But the deep questions of do I belong, I think we either numb out to those questions or we don't know how to answer those or we feel like, I think the worst is feeling like God doesn't care when I ask that question. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think that creates a deep loneliness in our experience of God and our experience of ourselves too. That isn't, I don't think that's the Christian story. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. And I think what you
0: said about the selfishness mm-hmm. of like wandering around belonging to yourself. I think um even just in preparation for this conversation, even just outline outlining that idea of there are those three different levels that you're mm-hmm. looking at. There is the like do I belong to myself? Do I belong to God? Do do I belong in in this space in this world that I occupy? And the belonging to self piece was the part that I wrestled with the most as mm-hmm. far as like, is this a valid point? Is this a valid conversation? Because mm-hmm. there are, I think, those narratives in my mind from whether, you know, from communities past or whatever, that there isn't space to wonder around that or that it is navel yeah. gazing or mm-hmm. that it is, you know, it is selfish. Um but I also feel like like what you're saying, like how you're saying, Ali, that it is part of the most pivotal piece of it all as far as, yeah, you have to. <laughs> I was a little bit forceful in a conversation the other day with this as far as like we have to feel that we belong to God before we can feel that we can belong to self. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to b- believe that we belong to self. And be comfortable in that space before we feel we belong in this world, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like so oftentimes, like, we start at the back end of it of, do I belong in this world? Like you were saying, Mm. as far as, like, the climbing gym, the cycling club, like, we try to belong in this world before we belong in those other two spaces because they are scarier Mm -hmm. it is more intimate it is it does cost more to sit down and to be by yourself with yourself that Mm -hmm. you do present in the world every single day Mm -hmm. and and wonder what it like how much permission and space and hospitality is there for you
1: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. amen amen (laughs) that's good that's good
2: i think hospitality is so big and a lot of the work that i do in direction with women is about welcoming these pieces of ourselves that we've exiled that we don't feel belong at the table that we're scared by that we're and some of that we've been told outright and some of that we've picked up along the way and some of that are those are just narratives that no longer fit us but the idea of that there are that part of the work of wholeness is integrating these pieces of yourself and that what the, I think the greatest gift that you're called to steward is who God's created you to be. There's Mm -hmm. nobody else that God created to be you. And if I'm so busy trying to fill that need by external belonging versus I think the external belonging comes out of the internal belonging. And like you're saying, Karen to belong, it's such a unique intersection with, belonging to self and belonging to god i think they're yes. so hopelessly connected but we try and separate them and then belonging to others just flows out of both of those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and that that's an overflow but you're right we start at the end yeah, where yeah. we can't start
1: so it almost looked like if we were to model it like it would almost look like three concentric circles right. mm-hmm. i think with like belonging to him in the middle yeah yes Flowing into like belonging with ourselves and then belonging to others. So, how do you how do you start belonging to him?
3: It's
0: hmm. a good question, Stephen. That's a really good question.
2: So much of my experience personally answering that question, and my experience holding space with women in direction as they answer that question is getting to know God as God is. I think so often I'll look and think, you are so different than I thought you were. And a lot of the conversation, uh, my conversations with directees is, essentially, I think we love to remake God in our own image, and I think that's really easy for us to do, but what do we do when God doesn't act like how we would act if we were God? And so, I mean, some of that's, getting to know God through scripture and through other forms of how God reveals who God is to us. But I also think part of that is learning to hear and experience God for yourself. And that's why I love spiritual direction. I think that for me as a director and as someone who receives direction, there has been no other space where I've experienced more deeply the intimacy of who God is Mm
3: -hmm.
2: than direction as God is. Uh And it is very different than I thought God was going to be. And so I think part of it, a big part of it for me has been getting to know God mm-hmm. and being open to God looking very different yeah. than I thought that God. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like surprising you in a good way. In a good yes. way. <laughs> and also yes. I
2: can wrestle and be frustrated yeah. with it too. Sometimes I wish God would just do what I want God to do yes. and I'm not, I don't know why God doesn't do that. And there's so much growth and permission and mm. space for us to do that and I feel like direction has introduced me to a kind God yes. who oh. wants to be yes. known. Like a yeah. little kid who wants his playing hide and seek who wants to be found. Yes. Oh. And that I don't, Stephen, to your point, like I don't have to do all this work to get there. Mm. I am there. But the disco- there is a discovery of learning yes. what it looks like. Yeah.
1: Oh, mm. that's so, that's I was really sitting good. with someone yesterday in direction and they mentioned like how it's felt like they are faced with solving a problem. Yeah. And then we started talking about like, but what's the, like, what's the truth in the mm. room? And we started yeah. talking about like the gift here, like the, the beauty here is not that we're like trying to solve a problem and hack yes. into like a relationship with God as much as just unwrap this gift of goodness right. that he yeah, has already right. given us.
3: Right. Yes.
1: And then, and then doing it beside up another person, mm-hmm. like yes. the formation mm-hmm. within community
3: mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm.
1: and how like I can get lost and go like be a hermit but like the formation in noticing something that he might be up to and then talking with another about. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, and not to have them confirm or deny like the reality of the circumstance, but to listen right. like vertically and horizontally yes. in the right. room right. and yes. ask some clarifying questions around where that thing is coming from, like the origin of that message. mm mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that we can clarify if, if this is if this is of his mm-hmm. if it feels like it produces liberation and freedom or results in expansion. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. and I think I don't know if you guys feel this, but so often I feel like my mind gets so crowded and so noisy, and it's really hard for me to distinguish what's true and what's right and what's good and what's not good. And a director comes in and, like you're saying, Stephen, doesn't tell me necessarily this is true and this is not true. But a director is someone who also knows God and who's just a little bit further who can say, it's good up here. Mm -hmm. Does that feel like a God? I ask my directees this a lot. Does that feel like a God that you want to be alone in a car with? Yes. And if it's, God can be very different and very, you know, I think the sovereignty of God is very different than how we would act. But I do think there's a kindness and a safety in, in who God is. And so, A director will hold space, and it just allows me to kind of sift through the craziness that is my mind so much to say, wait, what do I actually believe about God? And then how does that connect to my experience? I think that oftentimes we've been taught to divorce our belief from our experience, or we've been taught simply to rely on belief or to rely on experience. But I love that direction makes space for us to wrestle with both of those and to Experience, receive, unwrap a God who integrates those two. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah. Steven, I was struck
0: by something that you were talking about too, as far as, um, I, I, so, and you're saying I get, I get so stuck in my mind. I get into this. I even overuse the phrase, um, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Figure it out is like my go-to, whether it's like, it can be anything. I'll be like, Oh, I just need to figure it out. But then that's what I see manifesting in my spiritual life as well. Whenever I bump up against a wall or I'm feeling a certain thing that I don't know what's happening. I'm like, Oh, I just need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, even that language is so head based. Um, and the direction space just kind of tears down. I, I probably get into the space and talk at my director for about 30 minutes before, you know, right? Like I'm getting it all out, like I'm a verbal processor. I probably talk at them for like, yeah, 30, 45 minutes (laughs) until we can sink in and we get out of that figure it out mode, Mm -hmm. um, which opens up all of that space of, yeah, what am I really experiencing? One, what is the narrative that's, that's predominating all of this Mm -hmm. that I've bought into? Mm -hmm. um, And two, yeah, who is the God that's behind that narrative? Mm -hmm. And is it, is it out of my functional image of God? Like, Mm -hmm. is it something that I've learned from experience that isn't really accurate?
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And how can we reset it towards that extremely kind and loving God? I, I usually ask, um, at least in our panel conversations, I'll always ask directors, like, what is the number one thing that you want people to leave the space with whenever they leave the space if you had Mm -hmm. that kind of control Mm -hmm. and my thing is always just like love like you are loved Mm -hmm. like you belong with God like Mm -hmm. you are so loved and I think a huge piece of that is what you are saying Stephen of you already like you already are Mm -hmm. there like Mm -hmm. you already are loved like Mm -hmm. you already are you you already are that created being that God created you to be um and there's just these little things that you're talking about Ali as far as um our images of God and that sort of thing and these narratives that we can break down to live more into that you already are um in those moments which I think is like we've been saying living into that belonging
1: yeah right and it's work, like there's work oh, right. there's involved in it. Sure. I, w- I wish it, this sounded different, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but there's like real, like there's a lot of tears around it. There's yes. a lot of anger around it. There's yes. a lot of frustration and confusion around it mm-hmm. of why can't I just feel, if it's true, yeah. why can't I just experience it mm. all the time? Yeah. Yes. Like why do I have to continue yes. to bump in to feeling like I've spun out again yeah. Yeah. and I'm waking up in, the, in a curb Thinking, how did I get here again? Yeah, and I think direction just as gets provides opportunity to listen beside mm-hmm. another person to reveal the God that's already breaking forth all around us mm-hmm. in love. It like yeah. in in His love, and as you said, Allie, it is kindness. Yes, yeah. in His gentleness. Yeah. Like God is. g I think right now I'm just surprised by how absolutely patient He has been oh, with right. me. Yes. And so it's just like reveal, just almost characterizing language that we've placed on him differently. Yeah. That begins to like awaken areas of our life that we have long desired to find as true yes. and actually happens stands to be.
3: Right, right. So well
0: said, Stephen. Well, that's good. So even while you were talking, Stephen, I was thinking about. Ali and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, but how we'll um, process in the direction space things over over years. Because mm-hmm. um, you were saying, how do I keep bumping up against this thing? It's work. It's I keep coming here. I, I keep bumping up against this same thing. It seems like, um, and how there's this grace and patience from from God and from the director in the space, right. um, and kind of kind of off of that too. Um, wondering around like what have you seen in the space with directees or even with yourselves with directors um, delay that process um, of belonging or or getting in that space
1: Mm -hmm. I um, I know I can think through like personal experiences of like for myself and then some of others and so I think when it comes to in terms, like what delays it? What delays it? I, I'll even think of it in terms of like, we can't, whatever journey he's got us on, this journey of being accepted and belong with him, like that journey, we can't we can't accelerate that journey, like take the 20 years that he's gonna t- reveal this to us and make it 20 months, like mm-hmm. we just can't do that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So frustrating. But I wish we could.
1: (laughs) Like time seems to be an issue here for me. So, but what we can't, like our options then are cooperate with whatever he's up to.
3: Yeah.
1: Or arrest it. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. just cooperate with what he's already up to or arrest it and make it take a lot longer. And so for me, what arresting it can look like is allowing old tapes like to come back and play, and by tapes I just mean like old messages about who he is and who I am
3: yeah.
1: that may have actually served me right. previously right. on the right. journey, like helped me get to where I am today, yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm in a in a degree kind of thankful for, right. even if they're wrong, right. even if they're lies. It's right. like, but they got me to where I am today, and I'm where I am today is exactly where I need to be today, and so there's no comp- like, but I don't require it. Anymore, and right. so I think what can what can arrest that journey toward greater belonging for me um, is allow- is allowing those old tapes to play and like occupy my heart and headspace, living forward, knowing like they played their part in the story and mm-hmm. they get to be shelved for now. Yeah, I think with others sometimes what I see is. I think we'll talk about fears. It's just yeah. like fears of what what's the fear of being fully vulnerable and transparent yes. and w- with him? Mm-hmm. Like what's the fear? And sometimes recovering like mis- a misunderstanding of who God is. Yes. Like a critical God who's just looking for void to come and attack like hurt. Yeah. And so we get to go and reorient who is that is that who the is that who God is? Is revealed in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Is he just he's looking for your weaknesses so that he can come and befuddle you? Yeah. yeah. Or is he somebody who is 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 seeking at every opportunity to break through into your awareness and remind you of how much pleasure and delight he takes in you. Wow. Yeah. And so I and sometimes I think the things that can arrest us are just fears, fears of like they can be fears of scarcity like mm-hmm. there's not enough of God to come or go around he cares about people more than he cares about me
3: yeah.
1: it could be that there's a limit to his love that his love can't overwhelm the the stuff that i've done personally it could be a fear of permanence like the st- <laughs> it's never going to change like this is like god mm-hmm. has c- cursed me and this is the thing that i am will never be different and so it'll always be this way and so it actually like robs hope out of the story yeah um but i think in in terms of like where do we get because i we i i as like a a 30 something year old want to like hey i want to do the work and there's like a high achiever in me that's a bit like let's get there as fast as possible right yes. there let's get there as fast right. as possible yes. and this journey just is different
3: mm-hmm. and
1: that's okay But we start where we are, and we take the proper steps forward, Mm -hmm. and we can't accelerate it, we just cooperate with what he's already doing. Trusting that it's goodness for us. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing for us.
2: Yes, yes. One of my directors gave the example of if you're trying to get to something deep down in the earth, let's say it's like 20 feet down, that you can either dig with a shovel or you can take, I don't even know what the technical term is, but something that would drill deep down. Like an
1: auger, alley. That's like an auger. That's an auger, okay.
2: Um, <laughs> you can tell I do a lot of deep yard <laughs> landscaping work in between my spiritual direction sessions. But she was saying you could do, yeah, so you could, you can drill, you can just go straight down, mm. or you can dig with a shovel. And I think we live in a society where no one would ever dig with a shovel when you could drill with an auger and yet I think what you're saying Stephen is so true that this process if you just drilled all the way down you would not only would you miss everything at every level that you need to and I think that's the journey of integration but I actually think you would lose the scaffolding to support what you needed 20 feet down Mm. yes and I think that for me that's been actually I I've wrestled with that for a long time and I think it's actually been really comforting for me personally as I go on this journey. And I use that a lot with my directees because the temptation is you don't want to get there. You want to be there. Mm -hmm. And all of us deal with that in some some sense of this this journey. But the idea of each step is is necessary for my integration. I'm going to learn something at every step that's going to help me as I get deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. into this conversation and this journey of belonging and that Mm -hmm. that God is taking I use this a lot with my directees to any images of God that are more feminine I think are really helpful for women because there's not a lot of that talked about and so the idea of Jesus when he looks over Jerusalem and says that he longed to gather Jerusalem like a mama hen gathers her babies and I just love that sense of that's what we're doing with ourselves mm. and we're doing that with our narratives. We're doing that with the different pieces of ourselves and we're doing that with um, g- who God is. And Stephen, like you were talking about narratives about God, old tapes about God that, that don't serve us anymore. But then we're also and then that overflows into how we are in the world. But that there's this gathering process on the journey. And that's the work of wholeness, and that's the work of integration. We're not leaving who we are behind. We're integrating all of these pieces Mm -hmm. in an appropriate and healthy and whole way.
1: Mm -hmm. As you're talking, like the like the word that comes up for me is like just how um, trustful Mm -hmm. you have to be. Right, right. Because like in any relationship, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. in any relationship, where you're like we're going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. that's going to be incredibly beautiful and we have no idea what it's going to look yes. like we don't yeah. know what the what that landscape looks like yet
2: yeah
1: and we don't know what the checkpoints along the way look like Ugh. yet
2: yeah but it's going to yep. be good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's worth it
1: and it's going to be worth it it's going to be good it's going to be worth it you're going to wake up one morning to find yourself somewhere you could never have dreamt yes mm-hmm. and it's going to mm-hmm. taste right right it, and there's going to be seasons that feel like hey i think this is in the, in the journey of belonging, I feel like I, I don't belong. And we might consider that, quote unquote, like backsliding. Whereas I think what I hear you saying, Allie, is like, no, that's part of it. Yeah. No, like, no, that's not like, that's not, like, that's not missed. Yes. Yes. That's that's yep. Yeah. That's necessary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think so much of what I encourage directees to do is to practice just being curious and paying attention. Yes. So easy for me to be critical. And so curiosity helps get me out of the critical. When you talk about old tape, Stephen, I think it's so easy for us to be super, super harsh with ourselves mm-hmm. and think somebody else would do this better, or I should be further along, or I've yes. kno- why am I bumping into this again? I've, I've known this, right? And the journey model that we use so often in Christian formation is that we're going deeper and deeper into the heart of God, but it's this circular kind of like a nautilus shell, mm-hmm. this downward helix, And so you're going to pass things, but you're at a different level. You're at a different layer of Mm -hmm. it. And there's so much more gentleness when I say we're just being curious. We're just Mm. paying attention. And so I can learn just as much from when I feel like I don't belong as the moments when I really feel like I do belong. And for me, the moments where I don't belong are nine times out of 10 versus the moments that I do belong are Mm -hmm. one time out of 10. And Mm. so it's all part of the same conversation if I let it be. Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: There's like it's on and these are like it sounds like there's unspoken rules with your directees around like we agree in this space to be kind to ourselves and to be curious. Yeah, we practice
2: Like we were just, and we're just practicing. I tell that my to my directees all the time. We're just practicing. We're just practicing this. Nobody's an expert here. We're just practicing, Mm -hmm. and I think that goes to the point of this is for me why it's so. When you're saying we're going on this journey, we don't know where. Where we're going, and we don't know when we're gonna get there. We don't really know what it's gonna look like along the way, but we know that it's good. Trust me, that it's good. That to me is why it's so important that when you're looking for a director, you find somebody that you feel safe with, mm-hmm. and it feels like this is a, this is a good fit. Yes. Like I'm willing to follow you. Yeah, I trust that what you say is good, and I'm willing to get in this car with yeah. you. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and
1: and even in like if we return to those concentric circles of like belonging to God, self, and others finding a good director right. is then chiefly important. In like, if this is gonna be the space where we are going to return and truly understand our belonging with God and with ourselves, mm-hmm. then the person in the room is pretty important. right? Yeah, and right. the person in the room, so what would you describe as like characteristic of that relationship with a director? Like what makes a good director? What makes a good relationship with a director? Hmm. Cause there's, f- there's phenomenal directors that exist out there and up somewhere I'm like, we are not gonna align. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So we'll release one another from that <laughs> right. obligation.
2: Yeah. Something that's been interesting for me, the more work I do as a director from the opposite side versus I've had directors personally where they've been a phenomenal fit. I've had directors where they have been a not good fit at all. Mm. And I think that what I'm learning more and more is that it's important to, every director has their own bent. Every director brings themselves to the space in a way that's not going to overpower the space, but a good director won't overpower the space, but they're going to bring their own unique flair and their own flavor. And so it's important to get a sense of what they're how they hold the conversation, what conver- what questions are they asking themselves and what questions are um, they interested in? When I meet with potential directees, I'm pretty open and honest about the women that God brings me or the women that are exploring questions of identity. Mm-hmm. Who is God? Who am I? What does that mean for my life and what's mine to do? women whose systems are broken down and they're hungry for something that's more, and they believe that there's still truth and light and goodness in the yeah. Christian tradition, but they don't know where to find it. Yeah. And they, they're willing to ask the hard questions and they want somebody who feels safe. And so the more that as a director that I'm able to say, these are the kind of conversations that I am having in this space. Are these the conversations that mm-hmm. you're looking for? That's good. I think also as a directee, when you're looking for a director to be honest about what you're longing for, yes. I think yeah so often I will get directees who will come in and say, I just want someone to tell me what to do. And despite the name spiritual direction, that's not what we're going to do. I wish it was like, I would much prefer someone just tell me what to do so I can do it. But I think saying, this is what I'm really longing for. And so for you as if you're searching for a director, I think that means taking some time to really get honest about what you're longing for and what you're hoping for. Mm -hmm. And, that's really, really important to communicate when you meet with a director. I also mm-hmm. think it just takes a few sessions to get a sense of how your director is in the space and what, how you are in the space. Yeah. And so, with my directees, we'll do we'll meet for three months and then we'll reevaluate, and then we'll meet for another you know three to six months and then reevaluate. It's a really flexible relationship, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just have to get into it before you know this is a good fit for me and this isn't a good fit for me. Yes,
1: I have like a five year contract. At- <laughs> With um, blood. Just sign with sign here <laughs> it give me involves your bank child. account numbers yeah. it's...
2: <laughs> i need
0: your social yeah. <laughs> and your zip code hey job security it's good no i think i think i used to think it was a little bit more of a science as far as like i always ask people for their personality types whatever whatever language that is that they oh, know i always ask for their personality types and more so in the beginning it was like oh let's decipher if we for a good fit mm-hmm. you know via this conversation And now I find it more of just like, oh, let me inform myself on how you might process. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I said, I used to think it was more of a science as far as like, if you process this way, I'll fit really well with you because I process this way. And it's like, oh, my gosh, the space does not work that way. Like as a director, like the personality type helps me inform how you may receive something and how you may need to chew on something or how you'll process in the space but it doesn't tell me anything about how we're going to be a good fit or not it doesn't right (laughs) because I could have somebody with the exact same personality type as me and we would never fit in the space together um but I do think it's a lot of that experience as far as testing it out and that's why I always do a free trial up front just to see like oh, does this work? Like, do we even jive, like, at all? Right. Um, But I think it's also, I think that's so huge, Ali, what you're saying as far as, like, dig deep into, like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you want? Like, where are you in this season? Um, Because that's probably what informs more. Those are the patterns that I see in the people that I work with are more of the people that, Um, You mentioned systems falling apart, Mm -hmm. Um, people that their indoctrination, they're just not buying it anymore, Um, or they're really wrestling with these huge doubts and questions, even to the extent of, you know, is God present? Does God love me? Um, Because of some of the things that I've seen in church or community and that sort of thing. Um, Those are the people that I work with most are um, like, I don't know if I buy into any of this, but I believe in this connection. And so what does that look like? Um, so I think that probably informs who you would work well with more than mm. anything else. But I think, cause like as a director, I feel like I can adapt to the way that you process, but I'm not necessarily going to adapt that God is loving and kind and gentle. And I'm going to be fierce in that space yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not that any other director might not be in the right <laughs> space,
3: but
1: I think that's good and I think there's an open like there's an openness to when a directee has come along in the journey and their pathway forward after a period of time is different than meeting with you it's almost (laughs) like we're celebrating right
0: such a a beautiful way to say that
1: well it could be with it could be with another director I mean that's what I mean by that it's almost like Like, look at what he's been up to, and there's more. Yeah. There's always more. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. There's
1: always more just around the corner, and that journey might not be with me. It yeah. might be with a, it might be with a director twenty years my senior because yeah. that's where they're at in the journey again, yeah. and so it's like helping in to, to to like resource. What questions are they asking? And am I the best fit to companion them? Beside those questions, right? And there, and there is, and I I think we would all agree. Like, there's actually a degree of celebration in like releasing a directee, right? And not from like a conflict or like an issue, but like a the pathway goes forward for you, yes. Mm -hmm. And how, then, how may I bless and support and love and serve you? In that next space, so that they can continue to feel like they're belonging. Mm, yes. So that they can continue down the process, the, the journey of where is that, where is that mm-hmm. space?
0: That's what I was wondering about. Is that I think in some ways each of us are gifted in different aspects of that belonging or that that deepening, and that yeah, I can give you all that I can give you in holding space for this one aspect of belonging. And maybe once we've been there, like you move on to a, a different aspect or different space. Yeah. But the also the beautiful space of it, the beautiful idea of direction too is that, or not even idea. I don't know the word I'm looking for. But you mentioned the vertical and horizontal. Is that there's so much freedom for me as a director in trusting in that vertical mm. space, that um, so much of that space goes beyond um, how I show up. How I, the director, show up and what I'm bringing into it every day, um, that I can trust that there's this Holy Spirit that God is in control, um, and that what you bring to the table will be able to process in that space, um, because there's a knowledge and a, and a being that we tap into that's beyond. That's fun.
3: awesome. So
0: Thank Karen. God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that it, yeah, and
1: it takes it, and there, I would say there, there may be a great freedom in this where it's like they don't need Stephen's opinion for their life or spiritual experience. They don't, they're not gonna benefit from that. And we've all had experiences where directees return, they say, oh, like last month you said, and it's like, I don't remember any of this. And and it's just kind of confirmation of like, oh, that, that, that's like inspiration beyond my own personal capability. Mm -hmm. And that, that might not be, about us yeah, and so we listen to it and and play with it and return it to him and mm-hmm. kind of like juggle it back and forth and just ask is there anything new that you want to reveal about this
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think good directors will have a real sense of detachment and freedom about direction there's so much you could say yes to meeting with me. You could say no to meeting with me. You could meet with me for a little bit. You could meet with me for, you know, and like, Stephen, you're saying, you, then we, we sent you on the journey with blessings. And we know, like you're saying, Karen, we know our limitations. And we know that we offer one little slice of this conversation. And whenever God's ready to move you on to somebody else, that's allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a red flag to look for is anybody that feels like they're kind of <laughs> hungry, <laughs> hungry or <laughs> grasping or any, any sort of that in the space That is a big red flag to me when it feels like this is, yeah, there's just a lack of a freedom in that. And I also think there's, in the same sense that there's detachment over the outcomes, like you're saying, Stephen, there's a real sense of deep, deep presence and connection to what you're saying, Karen, to God in this space, but also to themselves and to you. And so that you should feel very safe, very seen, very heard, but that the outcomes are not up to either of you, yes. and that that should feel freeing and gentle and kind, and not like you're just both in free fall together. Nobody yeah. really knows
0: yeah. what's happening. I think that's really real. I think that's good.
1: I think that's all really. I think it's all really well said. And I think like if we were to return to like the belonging with God, self, and others, mm-hmm. like a, a healthy relationship with a director that comes to a. Crossroad or a diversion only provides new opportunity to strengthen belonging with others. Mm. Like as we go, yeah. as you go f- further on the journey, and encounter the next person, and recognize, oh, I can be, I can belong here too. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: sense and, and experience, personally experience in real time. Hey, that last person. Hosted me really well, mm. and this next person is hosting me really well. Mm. And what it can strengthen—not to like, not to reverse engineer back to God, but to entice mm. that thirst of uh, in us again. Yes. Of like, oh, and he does that too. Right. Like, and he is that right. way as well. Right. Mm. Like, I leave a director, my director's office, and I'm kind of like, is, would they ever like? Do I never think about like how are they critically or do they think critically yeah. of me i am mm-hmm. ne- that's never mm-hmm. crossed yeah. my mind mm-hmm. i'm i am actually like as i leave and i'm told like i'm gonna light a prayer candle for you i'm like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> like I, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna think about me when i'm gone oh, you're gonna pray yeah. for me when i'm gone yeah
0: yeah that's that word hospitality keeps coming up in my mind as you're talking as far as um like we use the word holding space a lot, mm-hmm. but that like hospitality, like that directors are just like so hospitable in holding that spiritual space and gratuitous really like that, that are not gratuitous, but like uh, generous, generous in that way of holding space. Um, and that that's what we're trying to translate in that space to ourselves right. and, and receiving from God too, that there's this just abundant hospitality for you to walk away and never get to think about um, what somebody thought of you mm-hmm. or if, if you said something correctly or, mm-hmm. or that sort of thing. But just thinking of that hospitality, but man, I feel, um, gifted just having you two in the booth today. I feel more like I belong, mm-hmm. um, to myself and to mm-hmm. this space and with, if, with both of you. And I think that's a gift that goes with both of you with who, who you're with. Um, and I know your directees since that and feel that as well. Um, are you, are each of you, are you taking on new directees right now?
1: Um, if I, I would say that I am open to meeting, um, potential directees. Perfect.
2: Allie, are you? I am in a little bit of a strange season where I am about to welcome my second baby this summer. And so I am not taking new directees until the fall. Very cool. Um, and then how can people get
0: in touch with you? Well, they wouldn't be getting in touch with you necessarily about meeting one-on-one. Right. But if there's any other questions they have for you, um, both of you, how would people get in contact or follow what
2: you're doing? I have a website that is com where you can learn more about me and the work that I do. Direction is one piece of the work that I do with women. And I would obviously love to get in touch with anybody who's interested, but I'm definitely taking some maternity leave. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Uh, you could email me at allylay. <laughs> Steven <laughs> at <allylay.com. laughs>
2: Men at um, yes.
1: I am... Uh, Real analog in my life, and <laughs> yes, you <are. laughs> And have a, I'm like one step away from getting a landline. Like we started considering a landline. That's awesome. Um, so, personal email is probably the best and easiest way to communicate with me. Perfect. At steven with a ph dot C is in Car dot Milburn M I L B U R N at Gmail dot com.
0: Perfect, and we'll link both of those up in the show notes so people can get get a hold of you. But man, thank you both so much for being in the space and sharing, um, a little piece of how you see God
2: and how you see direction Mm -hmm. and all of that. Thank you, Karen. Karen, we love you. Thank you for Mm -hmm. holding space in this conversation too. Thank you. Thanks for joining
0: us on this episode of The Ripening. Have a question for the panel or want to get in touch with one of the directors? Email us through the Fodder website at fodderfodronline.com. Grace and peace be with you. Thanks for listening to The Ripening. The voice you hear is Karen Hibner. I'm a spiritual director under Fodder, F O D R, a mental and spiritual wellness brand located in Denver, Colorado. Interested in spiritual direction, counseling, or more of our content? Check out fodderfodronline.com and follow us on Instagram at fodronline.